This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, this is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, Whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, 
and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe Within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe betterhelp.com slash vibe go start online therapy dm me on instagram let me know how it's going and i hope that you get the help the support and the healing that you deserve from where i'm sad some diamond rings and plaques For when I'm sad I turn my head and I cling to that May they come right back What I would have had If I never gave any to you Who'd have known I was full the whole time Like the moon Holy shit, I love this song so much That I decided to just totally cut out my intro And just share this song with you guys Because it's so fucking good It is by Riz Levy And it's called Saturn Which is super synchronistic, I think Because I am definitely at the tail end of my Saturn return or maybe not the tail end. Maybe I'm like smack dab in the middle. I don't really know anymore. But um, I felt really called to share that song with you guys. And this whole episode that I recorded is a solo episode. And it's kind of like a wooey salad type episode. I, I talk about several different topics. But um, they all mesh together quite, quite nicely. And I, I used my notes. So it is very organized. Um, At first, I talk about how we can have a family member who is stuck in the 3D, and if you're walking into the 5D, how isolating it can be, and how to know that you're walking into the 5D. I give a lot of examples. I give a lot of personal information. Um, I, I share a lot of vulnerability so that you guys can kind of see where you're at in your life and see... Um, if you're dealing with a family member or a friendship or a relationship that is sort of stuck in the past, um, I give examples of what conversations can sound like or feel like and what it feels like to be communicating with someone who is stuck in the past or the 3D or, you know, their trauma. I talk about past lives, what downloads are, um, receiving clues and information from spirit um, how when you're waking up and you're walking into the 5D, you will get these insane streams of memories from the past. Um, I talk a lot about that and an- ancestral trauma and wounds from our parents. Um, I share a very vulnerable story about me and my mom. We had a very deep conversation recently and she shared something with me that really, really started to make a lot of sense as to why I am the way that I am and why she is the way that she is and it kind of just brought things full circle for me so I share that I talk about clairvoyance and psychic abilities and what has been going on um, how to heighten them what it can look like what it can feel like how how you can tap into your psychic abilities because everyone has them Um, if you're looking for a book about this I've been liking the book, it's called Your Psychic Self by Melissa Alvarez. It's a really good one. Um, Obviously, Becoming Supernatural is also another one, but if you're looking for more of a really to-the-point book about clairvoyance, Your Psychic Self by Melissa Alvarez is really, really good. She gets deep into every type of clair, every type of psychic ability, and there's tests in there, and there's ways to, like, really tap into it. Um, One thing I didn't talk about in the episode that I'd like to just briefly talk about in this intro is crystals and sex dreams. So I've been really skeptical about crystals and um, recently I've been getting more and more into them and for some reason my guides were telling me to put a cluster, four different crystals. I'm not sure why I picked them. I'm just... I'm just letting you know. It was very random. Um, 
but these four crystals in particular, they told me to put it under my pillow, so I did, and um, I had sex dreams for three nights in a row, and the one that I had last night turned out to be a lucid sex dream, so not only was it a sex dream, but I um, realized it was a sex dream, I realized it was a dream as I was in the dream, and I continued to um, enjoy myself. And so I felt the need to share that because that's really crazy. Like, I went from having nightmares every night, really, really terrible nightmares, to um, having sex dreams. And I really don't want to say that it's just because of the crystals, but, like, nothing else really changed. I drank um, this kind of sleepy time tea, and I took my regular 5-HTP, one capsule, and um, that's just what I do every night. But the the crystals, I don't know. I just I felt the need to share. So the crystals that I used, um, one of them is a purple amethyst. The other is a turquoise um, aqua stone. The other is rose quartz. And then the other one is, what is it? Orange calcite. So... Those are the four crystals that I used. I put them under my pillow, and I kid you not, I had sex dreams for three nights in a row, and really no nightmares. Um, There might be some weird dreams here and there, but um, I'm all for sex dreams because I am celibate right now, and I'll take a sex dream. I'm I'm totally down for that, so give give that a shot. Let me know if it works for you. I'm really eager to know if um if that can work for you guys. I also always light white candles when I'm going to bed. Recently, it's been helping. And and yeah, okay, so what else do I talk about in this episode? Hyper-awareness as a child, dreams, downloads. And I really just got super deep into the whole um, how we have to sometimes leave people behind when we're walking into the 5D. And when we um we are awakening or we are walking into this new realm of living and being it can be isolating it can be very daunting it can be lonely um and we just kind of have to be patient and wait around for our loved ones or our family members to um find the strength within them to heal the relationship because if you're if you're dealing with um people who maybe you've you've fallen off with or you had a a falling out with or you had some kind of fight or you're not speaking to them um that can be really shitty so I wanted to just kind of address that issue because that seems to be something that's happening for a lot of us so let's just get right into the episode I have a lot to talk about and they're all kind of different topics that all mesh into one and I have some pretty scritch- <laughs> scratchy notes, chicken scratchy notes in front of me. But um, the first thing I want to get into is there, I'm sure a lot of you guys can feel the energy shift that's happening. And a lot of people have been describing it as moving into 5D. Um, if that doesn't resonate with you, then basically all it means is that People who are waking up are stepping into a new energetic feeling and reality that is super truthful and honest and raw, and we are looking behind us at the people who are still in 3D or this dimension of lack or a dimension of not being able to talk about things in a vulnerable or adult way. Um, people who are hiding and the people who are moving into the 5D are feeling very isolated and alone and um, I know it's not just happening for me it's happening for a lot of people and what can happen in this stepping into this new 5D realm this new energy is that we feel very disconnected from family and from friends and part of it can be because we are really tuning into our highest self voice and it can be very very jarring and and confusing and scary because we're 
we're dying in a way we are we're dying and we're becoming a new person and and I think that we die several times we die a million times during the year um some people do it in different ways some people die and become a different person and move to a different city some people die and become a different person and meet a new lover some people die and become a new person and stop using drugs and alcohol or they get a new job or whatever we're we're recreating ourselves and we're constantly dying and and rebirthing ourselves if that makes sense and I wanted to start off this episode with this idea that waking up and walking into this new realm of energy can be very it can be very spiritually isolating and this goes for family and friends Uh, I'm currently going through this right now with a family member who um, I won't you know give the details of who it is but this family member um, is blood and I feel that they are very stuck in the past and no matter how hard I try to persuade them or show them or prove to them that I'm a different person now and um, you know me in my early 20s or even mid 20s is completely different than who I am today and um, it's really just impossible to persuade them and to heal our relationship and to heal our family relationship this is a serious blood connection um but this is what happens when we are stepping into a new dimension a higher dimension um not everyone's going to come with us and not everyone is going to be on the same level as we are and that um really hurts because then it 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 spirals us me us um all of us into this spiral of shame and guilt and self-blame because we feel like um, we're not being seen in the way that we are now. But the thing is, is that we we can't persuade someone to see us how we are now if they're stuck in a 3D reality, if they're stuck in the past. If they are stuck in their own trenches of their trauma, if they're literally walking through muddy, you know, quicksand of their own, it can be really hard for them to come up to the surface and meet us where we are. Um, Even if we've evolved and changed and grown and apologized and um, gotten down on one knee, like whatever, whatever it is that that we're doing to prove to them that that we have changed um sometimes it just doesn't matter because they are so stuck and so comfortably sort of stuck in this past life um I say past life because I feel like I have so many past lives at this point that when I had a better relationship with this family member, um, it feels like a different, a different timeline, a different life. But what they don't know is that I've changed a lot. I've um, gone through a pretty nice rock bottom or two in the past year. I've gone through a dark night of the soul, which I'm definitely still in. Uh, magic dark period, which I'm definitely still in, which is Basically, um, when you are just in a period or a phase of your life where you do not know what way to turn. I don't know where I want to live. I don't know where I want to go. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I have, I have lists of things that I've manifested and things are coming through and I'm kind of just sitting here, you know, listening to the birds chirping and you know, if you're not familiar with Lacey Phillips' work, I've mentioned it a bunch of times in my podcast, but that's where I'm getting a lot of this terminology from, is that the magic dark is when you're sitting in silence, in the dark, pretty much, in this phase of life where you have a lot of things that are happening, good things, amazing things that that are brewing up, like a, 
you know, a witch, a witch's brew. You're brewing up all these things that you're manifesting and you can feel it all happening and it's slowly starting to form, you know, whatever that may be, whether it's gigs or a relationship or whatever it is, financial security, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, it's slowly starting to bubble and, and come up to the surface, right? So that's what I'm in right now and I'm kind of just listening to the silence and I'm like just waiting patiently for something big to happen because I know that something big is going to happen but within the magic dark silence isolation period uh, that's when a lot of the shadow work comes through and that's when a lot of the shame and blame and self-guilt and all of this come comes through because you're starting to analyze or I'm starting to analyze all the relationships in my life and at this current moment in time I'm living with my mom and my stepdad and I've definitely healed um, the relationship with them which feels really good Um, but there's still relationships in my life like this particular family member who just won't talk to me, you know, it's, um, and that it just, it, it gets me to this point of realizing that we're all human, and it's not just about me in this scenario, I think that there's some deeper seated wounds that aren't being spoken about, and when you're dealing with a friend or a family member or a loved one or anybody who's stuck in 3D and stuck in the past or, not able to process their own trauma, then that's going to make you feel kind of like shit. Like, oh, what? This person, you know, doesn't want anything to do with me. This person doesn't see me for who I am. This person doesn't love me anymore. This person doesn't care for me anymore. They just, it just, they just pretend, they, they act like I'm just not even in their life. Like, I'm not even a part of their life. It can be very, very um, debilitating to live in that space, and that's where I've been, kind of, and I, it's like a teeter-totter effect, you know, like one week I'm feeling really great, oh, things are going to be fine, whatever, the next week I'm like, no, this is bullshit, this is really fucking bullshit, and this person needs to come through, and this person needs to be an adult and talk to me and move forward because life is short, and I could be gone tomorrow, they could be gone tomorrow, death is a huge fear of everyone. Um, Losing a loved one is a huge fear and the fact that this family member isn't speaking to me um, makes me think about things I don't want to think about. It makes it 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 makes me go to a dark place in my mind and it makes me think well what if something happened to them tomorrow you know like we wasted all this time not speaking and um But at the end of the day, I've done everything that I can do. I've reached out. I've sent a text message here and there. I've done everything that I can do. And before I did the little text messages, um, I tried to reach out thinking, oh, like, you know, they'll they'll be they'll be fine and everything's going to be fine. And I was totally wrong and I was gaslit and I was told, you know, that they um they don't want to talk about it it's it's honestly like if if you're someone who's walking into the 5d this new dimension of truth of raw truth of no bullshit of energy reading of you know if you're on my level you're on my level if not goodbye um that's that's what it feels like walking into 5d if you're stuck in the past i'm sorry but i'm not I'm not carrying you with me. I'm not going to keep writing you persuasion letters and try to get you on my team or or trust me that I've changed. Um, there's no time for that in the 5D because in the 5D, I feel like it's all about really transcending, really breaking, breaking away from the paradigm that we're so used to from our parents' traumas and the traumas that we've gone through in our childhood and um it's it's really just stepping into this new way of being this new way of living so yeah if you are dealing with this you are not alone and I wanted to get I want to get a little bit more into this so 
like I was saying before, we die a million times and we, re- we, we recreate our reality and we learn and we evolve and we try to become a better person. Um, so if your blood family relative or your significant other or your old friend from high school isn't seeing you in this new light, you can't, um, you can't beg them to shapeshift their mind into seeing how you are because everybody sees you in a different way. Everybody who knows me sees me in a different version of Gab and the version of Gab that I see myself in right now is completely different than six months ago. So every single person in our lives has a different role um, that they see us playing, a different character, a different personality, a completely different human, and it's just hard to think about sometimes, but it's not our place, it's not our responsibility to beg someone of their approval or their um, forgiveness. At the end of the day, we're all human, and we say things and we do things that we wish we didn't. But if someone is so um, trapped in the past and trapped in their own trauma and unable to get out of it and unable to talk about it, that's, that just shows you where they are. Um, and every time, so if you're having a conversation with somebody who's stuck in 3D, it can sound like, you know, when you try to bring up something that's kind of maybe serious or vulnerable or something that happened in the past that you just want to get through and then get through to the other side, it's not as easy for them to get through to the other side. Um, They have a wall built up and they will get cold and they will gaslight you and they will say no, like, you know, they'll, they'll blame you for things. They will, they'll call you out. They will point the finger at you and say, um, you know, when this happened, um, I'm still not over it, and and you said this and that, and instead of moving through it and having a conversation to get through it, it stops there, and they don't um, allow the conversation to go anywhere because they have a wall built up. So as you're standing in 5D, you're like, all right, but come on, let's let's just, you know, let's let's tear down the wall, let's talk about it, let's, um, let's figure this out so we can move past it and erase that, um, scenario and move forward. Let's walk into the 5D. Everything's different now. Um, I've done, I've been doing healing. I've been doing shadow work. Um, but they don't, they're not going to care how much shadow work and healing you've been doing because they themselves haven't been doing that shadow work and and healing so it's hard for them to even consider um the fact that you've become a better person because they're stuck in their shadow and they're stuck in their trauma and they are not willing to express themselves process and have adult conversations so you're kind of left in the dust but you're you're forward in the 5d and and you just kind of have to be patient and wait around. And that's that's the shitty part um, about awakening <laughs> or, you know, waking up or just finding this new version of you. Um, it's, it's shitty because you have to leave people behind and then you get very lonely. But if someone can't grow up and, and figure out how to heal a very strong family relationship um then that means that they're just full of fear and that they are afraid to have those conversations and they anything that brings up a trigger anything that brings up um any vulnerability is like no like no they're gonna gaslight you they're gonna say they're gonna blame you they're gonna tell you that that um that you did something it's a it's a two-way road when you have a relationship with someone and I feel that when I'm dealing with somebody in the 3D, it could be anyone. Um, they think they do no wrong. They think that they um, they haven't done anything wrong in, in the relationship and they're just, you know, on their throne. And 
as someone who's an empath and um, an empathetic human like you, you probably are an empath like me. You're listening to this podcast. Um, walking on eggshells isn't isn't doable anymore because as you're walking into the 5D, you are realizing that everything that you have put on hold or everything that you have, you know, you if we if you shape shift your personality or who you are for other people, it doesn't feel good. It feels gross. And you know, having uncomfortable situ- situations and conversations, um, that's part of life. And sometimes the people who are stuck in the 3D are just going to hide and you just have to sit back and wait. And I can't help them get out. We can't help them get out. We have to just wait and we have to let go of the guilt and the shame because at the end of the day, we're all human and we're all doing the best that we can. Um, with the awakening part of this all and walking into the 5D alone, leaving people behind, um, insane streams of memories from the past are going to start to roll through. And I'm talking deep, deep past. Um, kindergarten, middle school. Um, Vivid childhood memories that um, really make no sense. It's almost like like dream dreamlike memories you know like it, it feels like a a weird different life a past life um but what that is is spirit is stringing everything together to try to make sense of it all for us now in this 5d realm that we're walking into because it's all about um processing and reprogramming and deleting all of the programs from our past so if you're a millennial like me um the 90s and the two, the early 2000s were full of trauma because we were um, living and walking in the footsteps of our parents' trauma and they were trying to give us the best childhood they could, but they were dealing with a lot. And um, for example, I'm not going to get super deep into what my mom told me recently, but me and her had a very, very deep conversation in the car in a Walmart parking lot recently and she told me something that happened to her when she was 14 years old and it's a a sexual assault type of thing and um, I'm sure you know what I'm getting at here um and she was 14 years old and I just never knew really that that happened to her and it just started to all make sense like, oh, wow, my mother's low self-worth, her incapability of financially securing herself, and the fact that she has, that I felt she had to lean into my stepdad for money um, and for quote-unquote fake love, but, you know, that, that was my perspective when I was a kid. Now I'm, I'm an adult, and I can see it in a new way because of her vulnerability and her telling me that because for her entire life from age 14 to now she has been dealing with um, that trauma and that trauma was organically transferred onto me as you know I was in her in her stomach and in utero and um, through my my childhood and my adolescence I was carrying some of that mother wound trauma as well I could feel her low self-worth I could feel her depression I could feel her anxiety I could feel her um as her first daughter I can definitely say that I think I have a very very strong clairvoyant psychic um energetic connection to her so when she told me this story I it just my brain was like ding 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 you know like all right it all starting to all make sense thank you spirit like you know like maybe this is why I was called to um live here for a little while with her because there needs to be some deeper shadow work happening and some truths 
are rising to the surface. So um, you'd be surprised uh, that a lot of the trauma you're dealing with is not really yours. It's your mother's, your father's, your grandparents, your great-grandparents. There's a lot of repression and a lot of... um, a lot of patriarchy and a lot of women just playing small and a lot of um, a frequency of the women just shutting up and not speaking their truths. And as a millennial, I think everything is changing and we're really trying to like whack down that paradigm and that whole like that whole kind of way of living and we're just like fucking done. We're exhausted. We're tired of holding the trauma of our parents and our grandparents, and we want honesty, we want truth, we want deep conversations, we want to feel safe, and we want to expand and evolve and fucking get to the next level, which is 5D, which is what we're all in right now. But like I said, we have to leave some people behind and then, you know, patiently wait for them to come through. And... A lot of the wounds that we felt burdened from throughout our childhood, you know, as a millennial, I feel like we were very, very aware of what was going on. We could see our parents struggling. We could see the financial wounds happening around us. We could see how our parents um, were struggling to make ends meet. We were seeing, um, you know, people being mistreated around us. And if if you were getting bullied, you were totally aware that that was not right. I I was I was bullied a little bit in in school in middle school. Um, I feel like I've always been this clairvoyant, hyper aware and hypersensitive little kid, and um, that actually is gonna lead me into this next little part that I wanted to talk about, which is our childhood memories, those childhood memories that are all coming through, the huge streams of those memories. Um, Okay, so basically, in order for you to connect to your inner child, you have to connect to what you were really involved in as a little kid. Um, What were the, who were the main friends you were hanging out with? Um what was going on, what was the energy when you were hanging out with those different people, the dreams that you've had as a child. Um, There's one dream in particular that I had when I was a little kid where I saw my next door neighbor. He was an older guy. Um, I saw him and I saw a bunch of my, my friends, older brothers and sisters in my backyard for some reason. I had this dream when I was like eight years old. My old elderly next door neighbor um, rips out a gun, shoots me in the chest, and I run behind my mother and I hide behind her, but I felt the pain in my chest. So that dream has, has held on to me all these years. So if there's dreams that you've had as a child that have... Um, stayed in your vivid memory, uh, that is definitely, definitely a part of either your past lives or your spirit guides. It has, it has to do with, um, your, your angels and your highest self. There would be no other reason why, um, an eight-year-old kid would have a dream like that. Um, you know, I wasn't watching, like, gang movies with guns and stuff like that. Um, so I, I don't know where it came from and that's, that's where this whole kind of like download word comes from, um, in this spiritual community, in this waking up community, we get downloads. And if you don't know what a download is, it's basically when you are hit with a thought or an idea or a fact that you know isn't yours and that it actually just like it actually just magically came into your into your psyche and you know that it's not information that you knew before that moment it's information that was just dropped into your psyche from a higher sense of being like oh whoa where did that come from I never 
I've never thought about that. I've never known that. But like this is this is what a download is. So if you're receiving downloads, that means that you're definitely walking into the 5D for sure. And I would definitely keep a journal and start writing those things down because you never know what's really going to happen in the future. And a lot of them can be premonitions. So this leads me into premonition dreams. Um, I've been having a lot of premonition dreams and I've been really connecting to a new level of my um, psychic abilities, clairvoyant abilities, and I don't care if that sounds crazy, um, that's what's happening, so I'm just trying to keep it real here. I just don't give a fuck anymore and I need to express these types of things because I know that I am not the only person who's feeling these upgrades. because things are getting really crazy. Things are getting really weird. And um, I'm just going to start and explain to you what it feels like to be tapped in to your clairvoyant ways. It can come in many different forms. Um, but many of you probably already have these psychic abilities. And um, sometimes it'll just slip through the cracks and you won't realize it. So let's start with premonition dreams. Um, So about a month ago, I had a dream about a girl I went to high school with, um, but we've been friends since like literally kindergarten. Um, Had a really weird dream. I woke up super concerned. I texted my friend, um, my friend Gina, who I, you know, I'm still really good friends with. Um, We have known each other since we were literally like four years old. And I texted her and I was like, yo, I just had a dream about um, so-and-so. It was really weird. Um, You know, nothing happened, but I felt very concerned, like something something happened to her or something was going to happen or maybe, I don't know. So last week, um, apparently she had some kind of mental breakdown. Uh, I'm not going to get into details, but it became a viral video. And it was really, really sad to hear that that happened um, and really crazy to, to put two and two together that I had that dream not too long before that happened. Um, so that's, that's, an, that's an, ex, um, an example. Another example is I did a energetic cord um, clearing spell to release a few masculine energies that have been lingering in my aura and I'm ready to cut them out of my life. So I did a energetic spell, a cleansing spell. So what I did was I cut up uh, the photo into like a, a lot of pieces. I put it on a plate and then I put a white candle over it and then I lit the white candle with the intention of releasing them with the intention of allowing my past to dissolve, um, the intention of letting them go. I let the candle burn, and then what I did was I took the cut-up photo of them and put it down the kitchen garbage disposal and, you know, disposed it. Um, And that felt really good. It felt like a very easy, um, effortless kind of spell to cut that energetic cord and then I had a dream about them which hasn't been happening at all recently um I had a dream they came through wasn't really that crazy of a dream um and then the next day they actually liked one of my photos on Instagram and it has been like almost a year of them like me and them no contact at all so I found that to be very strange, and I'll put that in the psychic clairvoyant category as well. Okay, um, let's see. Another, oh, I've had dreams where my cat comes through telling me that he has uh, some kind of medical issue, and then, you know, it'll, it'll just so happen that I have to take him to the vet the next week, so that'll happen too. Um, Hyper awareness. Uh, If you were were a child who had hyper awareness, that might be why all these memories are coming forward now. Um, The vivid memories from our childhood are literally chain links and spirits just threading it all together and 
kind of putting it all out on the table for us to see and feel so that we can really do the nitty gritty, you know, work that we need to do. Like, oh, this is why I am the way that I am. Because as a child, I viewed um, this scenario like this. And I didn't know how to change my perspective back then when you're a child. So that same perspective travels with you to adulthood. And then um, we're just walking around with these childhood perspectives that aren't serving us anymore. Um, Let's see. Past lives. I I wrote down past lives because um, recently I've been feeling like there's been little clues and hints and info coming through and I feel like if you're trying to connect to um, a past life of yours it can very well come in the form of a really like strong connection or an interest to a certain type of archetype so recently um, you know when I heard about what happened to Kobe Bryant and his daughter uh, in that accident it struck me really hard and I know that it struck everyone really hard it's not just me But for some reason, when I hear a child dying, um, it almost hits like a soul, a soul string. Um, Makes me feel very, very um, compassion, empathy, but I'm, I'm filled with darkness. And it's, it's this feeling that I get that's like, oh my God, I... I feel like maybe in a past life, I was a child who died an early age, or I was a parent who lost a child, because the the capability for my mind to take me to that dark place of actually feeling what it feels like to lose a child, um, I don't have any children, so I really don't know what it feels like, but the fact that my brain makes me feel like I, I reach this layer of, of knowing and feeling what it feels like. It's like, you know, I've never been through that before, so that has to be from a past life. And then recently I had a friend tell me about um, her friend who lost her daughter, her four-year-old daughter. Um, I'm not going to get into details because I feel like that's just not my place at all. But I felt it in my heart. I I can even feel it in my throat right now. It just feels like um, this, this longing to make things okay. Um, And then, and then anger. So it's kind of like the stages of grief. So when I hear these stories, I'm like going through the stages of grief. um, And I never been through that before. I've, I've lost friends, I've lost family members, but I haven't lost a child. So that um, is these huge clues um, and information that comes through, and that's our spirit guides kind of communicating with us as to, you know, who we're connected to, who we were in past lives, if you believe in that. Um, what else? do I have written down here? Instagram feels gross. (laughs) So if you're walking into the 5D, you are realizing that Instagram is starting to feel fucking gross. This episode is brought to you by Thought Cloud CBD, which is one of the purest CBD companies I'm affiliated with. They are Reiki-infused, vegan, sustainable, and pure, lab-tested, world-renowned CBD, and they have a variety of products from tinctures to topicals and even face masks and facial cleansers that are infused with CBD in them. I've actually been using Thought Cloud CBD products for almost two years now, and I love their tinctures so much. Um, it was one of the first companies that I really got deep into the tincture form of healing, and their tinctures are really nice and light. They have coconut oil in them. They don't have all these crazy flavors with additives and 
you know, different types of chemicals that you don't want to be in your CBD. You just want exactly what you are getting. And the reason why you take CBD is to heal. So you don't want any of those junky fillers in there. And CBD is not meant to have that stuff in it. So Thought Cloud is all about healing. And I recommend using their tinctures for anxiety, depression, inflammation, gut health, autoimmune flare-ups. And I also use their CBD facial cleanser bar soap, the CBD mud mask that you guys always see me posting about in my stories. So if you'd like to check out Thought Cloud, you can follow them on Instagram, just type in Thought Cloud, or you can purchase anything off their website, thoughtcloud.net, and you can use discount code gypsyloveflow for a discount. And if they're ever having a sale, you can also use my discount code gypsyloveflow, and that will give you extra money off, even if it's like a 70% crazy sale that they have. Sometimes they have sales during the season. So go ahead, check them out, thoughtcloud.net. Use code GYPSYLOVEFLOW for a discount at checkout. Instagram is a place for us to all connect and to learn and to um, be inspired. But if you're walking into the 5D, your bullshit meter is just no longer. Um, when you're scrolling through Instagram and you just start cringing and you start feeling very, very gross and very self-judgmental, um, it's because the posts that you're looking at are coming from, um, a not authentic place. And as much as I kind of cringe at the word authentic, um, motives, you can, you can tell someone's motive right away. The other day I was scrolling on Instagram, this was like maybe two weeks ago, and I saw this girl who I unfollowed years ago, and she came up in my feed, I don't know how, and it was her um, (laughs) doing a selfie video of her body, so she was in like high-waisted underwear and a bra, and she was basically just flexing and moving her body in different ways as she was looking at herself in her phone or her selfie whatever or in the mirror and it was literally just her um showing off her body which is great for body positivity and um and all that but the the post wasn't derived in that way it wasn't um It wasn't trying to make people feel good about themselves. It was trying to, it was her trying to make herself feel good about herself. It was her um, being very stuck in the narcissism loop. Um, Very one dimensional, not even 3D, just 1D. Um, Very icky to look at, very icky to process because this girl has like, over 500,000 followers and as an empath as someone who's walking into the no bullshit 5d realm it's really really challenging to watch people live in the material and the vein and the disgusting gross um all about looks all about money all about fame all about success all about um you know, trying to put on a show that, that they're perfect. Um, I'm sorry, but, but a video selfie of you in your underwear showing off your body is not vulnerable. I don't care what the caption says. I don't care what the fuck the caption says. Um, it came, it was rooted in narcissism. And that set me off. That that set me off. And I was just like, oh my god, I can't stand Instagram. I can't fucking believe this. People who have over 500,000 followers have so much power in their hands to help humanity, to help um, the younger generations who are suffering. Teens um, are suffering. And that video is probably going to trigger 
a lot of young people into like having an eating disorder or doing drugs or thinking they're they're not good enough or thinking that they are just so fat and ugly and they'll never look like that um and i'm not saying that this girl had the intention of of doing that to people but the fact that she can't see herself in that light and she can't she's blind to the fact that perhaps this very narcissistic post of her posing in her fucking um, bra and underwear could be very detrimental to the 500,000 followers or even just a fraction of them. The fact that you're blind to that is just, that just speaks in itself. That you're not awake. You're not, you're not here to help people. You're not here to be of service. You don't deserve 500,000 followers. You don't deserve, um, all these comments saying, oh, you're beautiful, this and that, your body, you're so inspiring. No, that's, those are people who are, who are asleep. The people who are asleep are going to come up and comment and kiss, kiss their ass because they don't know where that post was seated from. And we see it everywhere in the health and wellness and the fitness um, industries on Instagram. There's, there's shit being thrown at us uh, at every direction. Products, supplements, workouts, ways to eat. Um, and, you know, it's triggering for me because I am in this realm. I post things that help me, but I'm not really trying to sell anything um, except for, like, my meditation course, which I worked really, really hard on. Um But that's just a meditation course and journaling course to help people heal. So that's me being of service. So there's a difference when you see someone posting something with no value. Absolutely no value at all. It's not helping you. It's actually making you feel worse. So when Instagram brings more pain than pleasure, you have to start to take a step back and ask yourself, what am I doing wasting my energy and my time being so manipulated by these people who are posting on Instagram who are getting everything handed to them because they're posting what sells sex, body, fame, success. And that's not what life's all about. Um, What I've realized is that the more money I have in my bank account, um, cool, you know, maybe I can start really paying off my medical bills, my college debt, like all that shit, cool, whatever, but money, like bills, like dollars, don't mean shit when this um, family member that I was telling you guys about in the beginning of the episode, the fact that they won't speak to me, um, I feel like that's a little bit more important than money. I'd rather have a flourishing, healthy relationship with all of my close family members than just hoarding money. And I'm sorry if this sounds kind of, you know, Debbie Downer, but it's the truth. And I'm just channeling and I'm speaking the truth because um, we're all really lost right now. And as we're walking into the 5D we're seeing how dumb it is to focus on material items and fame and success and expectation and the perfect body, the perfect relationship. You know, don't get me wrong, I I fall in the trap too. Just because, you know, that that um that post that that girl did triggered me very very deeply. So obviously, I have some shadow work to do around that. I have some deep shadow work to do based around self-worth and body image and people's motives and and just the grotesque um, energetics of Instagram. And that's just life. We're going to be triggered constantly. And those triggers are just spirit dropping down signs and, you know little 
little clues and information for us to understand where we're at and what we need to work on but it doesn't it doesn't make it um any easier it doesn't make it right that people like that are are posting things to make people feel like shit about themselves or not even not even really posting to make people feel like shit but posting purely out of trying to make themselves feel better and that um that is very it's a very slippery slope to be on and to watch and to be part of so my um recommendation is to unfollow anyone who makes you feel gross when you get on instagram take a few days off if you have to whatever i think that um i covered everything so yeah i am switching up the the layout of the episodes that i'm just gonna instead of like breaking it up and doing a whole separate outro i'm just this is the outro now so thank you for tuning in if you um enjoy the episode please share it with a friend or a family member screenshot it um tag me on instagram let me know what you liked let me know what you didn't like i i hope that you resonate but a lot of the things that i'm speaking about today or tonight um have been kind of heavy so I'm also sorry if you resonate. Um, As we're walking in the 5D, it can feel very lonely and isolating, like I said a million times in this fucking episode. So um, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you feel like it. If not, whatever. Um, Even just doing a five-star rating helps a lot. It helps the podcast rise up to the surface. So I thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk soon. See ya. Back what I would have had if I never gave any to you Who'd have known I was full the whole time like the moon uh, From where I'm sat, the moon looked like doing the grass But your eyes are huge, can you tell if I'm doing bad? Mother Earth, I've been burning all this gas Swiping this plastic and driving too fast Flying so probably buying an excise Whipping paper bagging and toting no less Brought me up to the stars, it was right that we figured But baby, what's a deep breath if the air isn't fresh? Gotta clear it while you're always so mysterious I'm a fast and you're furious I was me and you were buying in a copper You were lying, I was massive, you were giant All the other lights were silent Only two left in the sky, we started intertwining Spinning, black hole tunnel vision But from where I'm sitting now Helping out like the sky up Seem like my only way up and out is only wish right Baby, you were up all night Swiping this plastic and driving too fast Flying so probably buying an excess Whipping paper bagging and toting no less Your body popping but not I'm working on me, yeah. Like gravity, yeah. You keep on working on me. From where I'm sat, turning the wheel to come back. Feeling my tires all shaking in need of alarming and changing my brakes without making. Belly breathing, you might wanna save it. Sitting where you stood before you turn the pages in our book. The shade dissipated, now I'm waiting here to cook. The waste we created, need a way to make it good. Your face emaciated, I would feed you if I could. All of the space we don't leave, filled with the things we don't need. All that we built, all of the land that we filled, swallow this planet like pills. Baby, you were up all night Swiping this plastic and driving too fast Flying so probably buying an excess We've been paper bagging and toting no less Your body carbon but not copy Your body cosmically corroding Like gravity, yeah You keep on working on me, yeah Like gravity, you keep on working on me Like helium, 
Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.